thank you guys so much for having me today and for including and inviting me. And it's my honor and privilege to be here. I'm very grateful. I've been doing this work for over 20 years for anyone who doesn't know me. And I consider myself and my inner circles of people who work with me in my sacred mentorships to be living proof of how effective this kind of inner work is. I love, absolutely love that the science is documenting what we've been doing for all this time, because this kind of energy work is truly what transforms us. What I have come to learn and to know experientially and witness the people in my inner circles who are truly transforming their lives and thriving in all new ways, healing and resolving issues that they lived with for a lifetime is that as we do this inner work, we become the embodiment and the change, of course, that we are seeking, not only in our personal lives, but in the world around us, we become reflections for those around us of what change is being looked for in the world today and, and our lives improve dramatically so and significantly. So what I want to, I do want to talk about the shadow and the light aspects, so important and was definitely brought through. I want to say first, I want to give my definition of healing, since this is a healing, um, a healing seminar, a healing panel, or, or we could define a workshop day, summit, summit, um, is, is that healing is not, is not reserved for the physical body. Certainly, when we talk about healing, we can definitely address it on the physical level and for the physical body for any type of ailment or dis-ease. I have known this whole, wholly and completely that everything is healable. Everything is healable. However, it does require true healing, whether it's on the physical or the non-physical. Let me address that. It requires full and complete conscious consent. And it requires certain other things too. It requires willingness on the part of the human or the animal. It requires other things. We have to go into the unconscious where we may be storing some form of death program or death wish, other kinds of things that we may not be conscious of. That said, healing, whether we're talking about the physical the emotional, the mental, wow, huge storms about to start outside, thunder. I don't know if you heard that. The emotional, the mental, the energetic, physical issues never are never rooted in the physical form. So the healing that takes place, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, energetic, whether it's a lifestyle healing, Lifestyle healing requires change in the way we think, perceive, believe, behave, the energetic virtues, the energetic frequencies we embody and emit. Lifestyle healing requires transformational energetic healing that changes us on the inside. See, these are all forms of healing. And that's what I want people to understand because if we believe that healing is for the physical, we are missing the real point. All issues, all issues, 100% of all issues, no matter where they exist in our physical experience, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, energetic, spiritual, people have issues with God, right? God's punishing me. That's an issue. Those things are healable. And the root of them, this is what's most important to understand, is never in the physical world. And that's why so many times people 
who go for healing may not believe that they've really received the healing because they don't understand that things have been affected in the non-physical. And sometimes it can take a while for it to ripple out into the physical experience. This is also why traditional Western medicine, allopathic medicine, is not real healing, is primarily Band-Aid. They can cut something out. They can sew something up. And we're not discrediting any of that. And of course, they can give pills which repress and suppress the issues, typically. We're not discrediting that because sometimes that is a solution that someone needs, especially if it's immediate urgency. However, we understand that at the root cause, the issue must be addressed in the non-physical realm. And for full, full healing, that issue must be addressed beyond what we call fifth dimensional bandwidth. So the bandwidth of energetic frequency must be addressed on the causal plane and sometimes beyond that because we have a multidimensional aspect to who we are. I've just mentioned some of the few dimensions of who we are, energetic dimensions, meaning physical, emotional, mental, energetic, spiritual, auric, all I can go on and on. There's 24 dimensions of, of consciousness that we are part of, in a sense, in this reality. And yet, in order to get the root of it, we must go beyond fifth dimensional, which is still physical. And we must go to causal plane at the minimum or even into the other dimensions. Otherwise, and this is not a fear-based, this is not meant to be fear-based. This is meant for us to understand so we can learn, heal, transform our experience. Otherwise, if we do not address it in the non-physical, what happens? Does anyone know? I'd love to hear in your chat bar if, you, if anyone wants to put that in. What happens? We play Groundhog Day. So that in a global scale example, global scale example, the plague from the 1700s or whenever that happened, I don't even know in history. That's right. It returns. That shows up as what a global, we don't even need to say the word, right? We know what happened in 2020. So it can happen. In, it certainly happens individually. The fight that you had with your mother is the same fight you had with your with your best friend with your boss and it shows up in your world as a cycle and a pattern of repetition so that the soul can resolve these issues and if we do not resolve them we play the game of groundhog day and then we get caught in what's called the looping pattern of and the cycle of reincarnation now most of us on planet earth right now are attempting to break free from some limiting pattern because the, the game on earth up until now has been a game of pain and suffering. Learn through pain and suffering. The game we're shifting into is learn through expansion. And this brings me to the piece where we were speaking with Neil, where Neil was asking for me to address the light and the shadow aspects because the game of pain and suffering, which is, learn through contraction is an example of the shadow aspects. The contraction is the shadow aspects, which are held typically primarily in the unconscious mind, which was what the question at the very tail end of the previous presenter was brought up. Like, how do I get in touch with that? Versus the game of the light, which is a game of expansion by working with the uniting and unifying the conscious, the superconscious, which is the higher self, which is the divine aspect of us, and the unconscious, 
with, with unconscious, subconscious, yes? So unconscious and subconscious are not exactly the same thing, but they can be used interchangeably for this per, per particular conversation. So the light then, when we define light, and this all, you need to understand that where my information comes from, I don't typically read a ton of books, although I love community and learning from community and tribe. I pretty much go right to source because we all have aspect and connection with source. However, we understand and unify with that source and how we, how we identify it. We are learning how to do that in a real cohesive way. The challenge for us at this time, of course, needless to say, is that most of us are still attempting to do it through our brain. That is not the way to do it. The old paradigm, we have it as a separate, what we call a sky god some kind of sky god that answers prayers or doesn't answer prayers like a Santa Claus in the sky. There's nothing wrong with traditional experience, experience that way if it's working for a person. However, it still, it still leaves them in an experience of separation. We're attempting to, through the expansion of the light, unify more wholly that it comes from within because we all have this within us. So regardless, my information comes through my connection with source the reason I found myself to be super psychic over the years, highly telepathic and incredibly effective is because these are gifts and tools I learned in what I would call other lifetimes or parallel or symbiotic existences where I was able to master these types of experiences and bring them into this lifetime to share, to teach and to help others. That said, where I was going with that is that the shadow and the light aspects, that consciousness game of the old paradigm sorry when i close my eyes it's because i'm 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 letting source teach through me the old paradigm was based on the extreme polarization of the shadow versus the light that is the contracted experience contraction of pain and suffering by primarily working living embodying through the unconscious in other words, experiencing yourself basically unconsciously, these looping patterns playing out over and over again in a contracted experience that is primarily based in some form of pain and suffering. That is the shadow. And all of the shadow aspects of us are those things that are causing and contributing to some form of, this is channeling, right? Channeling from my divine team coming through that are contributing to some form of collective or individual suffering, pain and suffering that is no longer necessary or required as we shift into the new paradigm that will be based in more expansion, upliftment, positive upliftment for all, positive benefit for all, and learning through expansion experiences by unifying the unconscious, the subconscious, the higher conscious with the, the conscious consent. Now, this is what brings us into the aspects which Neil was referring to earlier without necessarily realizing the difference between good and evil, which people do not understand. And please know that the one who speaks now serves the light and is in service to the light, which is the expansion of consciousness for the whole of humanity and for all individuals that she interacts with, including herself. This is the service to the light and for the light. Understand that this, what she is about to speak, is not meant to cause or contribute to fear in any way, shape, or form, for it shall not, because it is an expansion to the light. 
Understand that the shadow aspects are that which we are unconscious of that cause and contribute to pain and suffering for ourselves and one another unnecessarily as we move into the future. That is shadow by definition. Those aspects of us have been unconscious and subconscious. They are contracted experiences that cause and contribute to our suffering. This has been made clear. Now, we expand the conversation here to good versus evil, to other aspects. For many people oftentimes confuse good with light and shadow with dark. These are not the same things. Let us first make it clear that the highest, purest level of consciousness, light, is ultimately in partnership and union with the dark. And ultimately, there is no evil, ultimately. For ultimately, the source of infinite consciousness is a source of infinite love. It is a source of infinite peace. It is a source of infinite harmony. It is a source of all the greatest qualities that that all of you at this time are aspiring to in one way shape or form or another so know this however in this paradigm where shadow and dark as has been defined has existed in this paradigm there is evil and that was created through the experience of separation and duality to create the experience of contrast of dark and light let us define evil, for evil can be a tool sometimes even of the light when they are not in awareness of what evil is. It is a simple definition. It is the attempt to usurp the free will of another. It is attempt an attempt to dominate or manipulate or control or enforce one's own will onto another without their full and complete 100% conscious consent. Now, take a moment to understand. We will give some examples here, as this is meant to be. And as it is being said, if you are willing, because we are also going to provide a greater extended definition, expansion of what good is for your knowings, but in the moment, if you are willing, allow yourself to expand now, only if you are choosing, into the higher frequency energies and vibrations which are emitting from the one who speaks at this time. They are not necessarily just emitting from her, they are through her, for we are utilizing her vehicle at this time to provide a transmission to assist each and every one to be aligning with the higher frequencies that we are offering here so that you may, with your consent, conscious consent, up-level into the awareness that you no longer need nor are you required to participate in the game of good and evil that is being exterminated from your planet as you choose it, only if and as you choose. Now, let us define just a little more what the evil is and how it might work. And then we will, of course, expand more into the definition of good, knowing that there is healing energy taking place at this time for those being willing, choosing, and participating. It is simply energy that you allow yourself to become resonant with 
as the speaker earlier mentioned the word resonance, and as you allow yourself to vibrate in harmony through your conscious consent and choice, simply by breathing and being willing. If you choose not, you simply say, no, thank you. It is this simple. Now, for the expansion of the conversation about ego, please allow yourself to recognize what we are stating here so you can identify it. For you cannot choose in your world to fully align with the light unless you understand how evil has worked for you have not, you have not understood it. Evil works in your world when someone attempts to enforce their will or choice on you. When someone attempts to tell you what you can or cannot read. When someone attempts to tell you what you can or cannot believe. When someone attempts to tell you what you can or cannot do with your body. When someone attempts to tell you what you must do. When someone attempts to choose to try to influence you with their thoughts without consciously attending to your awareness that they are attempting to influence you with their thoughts. When someone attempts to push their form of healing on you, when someone attempts to push their perspective on you, when someone attempts to interrupt you without asking permission to offer you insight or guidance, when you tell someone, I am not interested, nor do I want that, and they continue to attempt to reinforce their will on you. These are examples of everyday evil. And by this definition, one can see how this has pervaded your reality. And one can start to realize if you are choosing to no longer subscribe to that game and eradicate the evil from your experience, which you are capable of now at this time, one must begin to identify the ways that you have utilized it in your life. For all humans have. It was a tool that was the experience, part of the experience of the need to survive where there was so much contrast. So there is no wrongness here. And there is no shame or blame. And there is no need to make oneself wrong or another wrong. There is simply an opportunity now to choose something new. Now, if you are choosing something new at this time and you choose more light, you are willing to embrace this shadow aspects of yourself where you may have utilized this in the past and recognize going forward, you will play more consciously with your consciousness by consciously affirming what you are willing and unwilling to experience. And know this that your free will, your conscious free will, will guide and steer you in alignment with what you choose. Now let us define even better what good is. From our consciousness and definition as we have expanded it through the one who speaks and into her growing communities. Good in this definition here is that which serves and supports the light in the expansion of consciousness and 
overall, which is 100% positively uplifting with ideally zero harm. Furthermore, good typically and most often aligns with the will, the conscious free will of all participants. And most importantly, above all, good aligns with the will of the divine. And now let us define the will of the divine. For this can be said across the entire universe that you exist in, and even to a greater degree across other multiverses, which we will not address in this now moment. Good is in alignment with the will of the divine and the will of the divine, as we are stating here now, is for humanity's free will choice to be restored. In the free will choice restoration, one knows their choices, one knows their options, and one is free to choose in a conscious way. Can you see and embrace and understand and embody the energetic contrast here now between dark and light and good and evil? Can you understand that good is where beings are free to choose consciously what they will have and experience, believe and perceive, do with their bodies, their physical space, their energetic location, their energetic space, etc. And that if you are choosing it in a conscious way, you will be therefore expanding as well, rather than contracting, for the contraction typically is more unconscious. Are you aware of this now? Has this been made clear? And we hope this is so for as we understand, this is the true evolution for humanity. As you begin to expand into the light, let us reveal more to you here, which is to say that you will find your gifts, your talents, your ability to contribute to the greater good on earth will also monumentally expand. And the expansion will reach and touch others so that even those who are not necessarily consciously choosing it will receive a ripple effect benefit often referred to and has been spoken of often and frequently as the hundredth monkey effect. They will still have conscious choice to choose. However, it will become easier for them to choose to expand for the density that has kept them entrapped in the game of contraction will begin to lessen, much like a being freeing themselves from a rope which has entangled them for far too long. Now, we would like to add one more piece to this and we will pause for we are aware there is a constraint of linear time in your today experience. And this one more piece is to suggest to all of you that not only is it in your consciousness and within your unconsciousness, 
which your consciousness includes your unconsciousness, not only is it within your consciousness to heal and resolve every world issue, to heal and resolve and transmute anything and everything that is in your personal and global experience, it is readily available just a ripple away. Just an energetic frequency so nearby to you. And it will require your discipleship, which is to say your willingness and your conscious choosing, for you will always be in the driver's seat. You will always have opportunity for growth through expansion. And that will always continue to lead you into more and more positive upliftment. Know that it is all here. You, may, you become resonant. You become vibrationally compatible and harmonious with that which you follow through your willingness. Please, we wish to reinforce one final, very important message to all healers. Always, always ask conscious consent prior to offering any form of healing, regardless of the modality, regardless of where you think it is coming from, regardless of how necessary it is, regardless of who you are involving yourself with, regardless of whether you were told to do it by your own source. Always, always ask permission first. And for anyone who is not a healer, always own your right to choose it first in a conscious way. With this, we will now withdraw momentarily for the linear experience and know that our energetics continue to work with you for the duration of time that one who speaks speaks so that you can continue to receive this frequency as, as always was stated earlier with your complete conscious consent. It is our honor and privilege to be here at this time. Okay, good. <laughs> there we go. How are we doing? Beautiful, thank you, Lori. That was so good stuff. <laughs> we, have some, we have some questions here. Yeah, let's see Linda's that. asking, do the wounds of the heart block that direct connection to source? The wounds of the heart uh, yeah, the team is coming in. The wounds of the heart are simply the opportunity to clear, heal, resolve, and transform that which your unique soul has chosen to resolve in this lifetime so that you are unable, so that you are able to get off the hamster wheel in the ones who speak, so that you can complete your reincarnation cycle 
This is not to say you will never reincarnate again. This is to say you will not reincarnate with the same patterns perpetuating in your reality. Know this, there is nothing that will ever block you from your source. There is nothing that could ever block you from your source. There are perceived blocks which are real for they are there as doorways, energetic doorways to lead you to the next vibrational bandwidth where you will up-level into higher resonance. In this case, the word higher simply means pure, more unified. Know that those blocks are there for you to transmute so that you can be free and liberated from them. You brought through a little earlier that the light is in union with the dark. Right. Could you speak on that a little bit? It's our great honor and privilege to come forward again on this. All of you here in the earthly plane of existence came forward to experience yourselves. And we'll put a linear time on this through eons of time in the game of duality. We refer to it as a game, of course, because it ultimately is a game. It is an experience where you are afforded the opportunity to continually play in different ways. Perhaps one day you are a warrior and another day you are a light worker. There are all different gradients of experience in the game of duality. And you have been experiencing this in terms of linear time for undefined, experience of time. Thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands and hundreds of thousands of years, in fact, more than can be measured. And in this game of duality, which was created for you to experience yourself in all of these various ways, what was required was to bring forward contrast. What brings forward contrast, what creates and allows for that contrast is the light and the dark, shadow and light. At the same time, part of what contributed to and even emphasized the game of duality and the contrast was the intensification of those things that were unconscious. You see, if you are fully conscious, how could you play the game? How could you really fully engage in the game and experience the richness and the vastness of all it had to offer, including the experiences of pain and suffering and all of those that are encompassed within? And so in this way, the light has been in partnership with the dark. Now in the game of contrast and duality, through the experience of participating in the game of unconsciousness, beings through their own need to survive took on various survival tactics which served themselves. Oftentimes, in your reality, this is referred to as the ego. 
we as a whole collective completely disagree with how the evil the ego has been defined in your reality it is a very limited point of view however we will for this moment say it is construct lattice that is in the field and so through the service to oneself as a need to survive ego construct created various survival tactics that were based so much in an extreme way, a polarized way, that the use of evil began to prevail. Now, there are many other ways this could be described. We could talk about easily the fallen angels and the fall of consciousness. And those things are true and accurate for the most part. However, what they are not describing and explaining is the human experience. And so in an effort to directly respond to your question, we are explaining this is how the dark and the light have worked together and for what purpose and how evil grew out of that. Therefore, at the same time, and we say at the same time, simply because ultimately all things are happening in symbiotic reality here and now, and are simply opportunity to vibrationally shift. So at the same time, within the experience of the light and the dark working together, beings who chose a path of light and service to the greater good rather than service exclusively to the self just to survive. Those beings continue to expand in your reality. And enough of those beings became conscious enough in your reality that they were together choosing in a unified way, not at an exact precise moment necessarily, that they wanted greater expansion. They wanted expansion even beyond the limitations and the constructs of this dualistic reality. And so because enough were choosing this and were aligned in their desire for it, expansion is now happening. And so now this births a new paradigm for all beings to step forward and choose something entirely new, as has been already described. Beautiful.